Hello and welcome to Dolph's Parlor, the podcast that gets you hard, or wet, or whatever anatomical reaction may ensue from you being deeply, tantalizingly, sensually aroused. I'm your host, Dolph Metzen. Today's story is probably geared towards a female audience. It's a very slow-burning and erotic retelling of a massage therapist's most intimate session with a beautiful female client. So, without further ado, grab the lube, a towel, put on some light, sensual music, and prepare to start rubbing yourself down there, because this show is about to begin. So, a little about me. I'm a 27-year-old male, and I'm a massage therapist. I've always enjoyed giving massages to partners and lovers, and eventually started taking formal training in massage. I now work half the time as an LMT, and have some recurring clients that have started to get somewhat sexual. I'm interested in tantric massage, and have experimented with some previous relationship partners, but I've kept that separate from my professional massage. If anyone is interested, I can expand fully, but I have a few basic ground rules that so far I haven't broken. Number one, my client has to be the first one to ask or request any form of sexual touch. No matter how much sexual tension I may feel, I can never be the one to initiate. Number two, number two, I will only indulge a sexually charged request if I've seen this client at least three times. Number three, I will not receive any direct stimulation, no matter how much they ask or try. They are not allowed to touch me under my clothing. I know that it's definitely morally wrong, but I made these three rules in my head after my first recurring client, Sarah, started building sexual tension with each visit. Sarah is a beautiful woman in her early 30s. She's a nurse who, like most nurses, works long hours under high stress. She definitely carries that stress physically in her lower back and glutes. I was the first person to ever give her a proper licensed massage, and boy did she need it. I always tell my clients to undress to their comfort level, and for the first massage, she opted to leave on a pair of short spandex shorts. While that's not a problem, I could definitely tell how tight she was from her hamstrings up through her lower back, and knew that she could use some glute work. Still, I did my best to loosen up the tension in her legs and back, and after the massage, talked to her about where I thought she was carrying tension, and gave her some stretches to work on. The second time she came in, the second time she came in, before the massage, while we were talking about how she was doing, she asked me, somewhat shyly, if I would be willing to massage her glutes or butt. I told her there's no reason to be shy in asking for that and I explained how lots of people carry tension there without even realizing it. I then went on to explain how I could work that area. She could leave her shorts on, and I could do some deep pressure work over them. She could go to her underwear, and I could work the sides of her glutes and hips with some more oiled strokes. Or she could go nude, and I could do the most versatile range of deep pressure, kneading and gliding work. I left to give her some time to get set under the sheets, and then came back and started with my normal flow. Grounding, touch, breath work, then some gentle strokes along the spine and the back, then shoulders down to the lower back. If any of you have gotten a true massage before, 
you know that we're trained to only uncover certain parts of our clients' bodies at a time, as to never expose them. I maneuvered the sheet to just open up her right leg, and was happy to see that she had chosen to go fully nude. While part of that happiness obviously came from being able to see her very cute and petite butt, most of it came from knowing I could really get to work on her glutes and relieve some of that tension. She was responding really well to my touch, and started talking a little, telling me how good it felt, saying things like, Oh wow, oh right there, and even moaning gently a few times. After working both of her glutes and legs, we proceeded with the rest of my standard flow. Feet, then flipped over to the front, working the quads, then hips, followed by the neck and tops of her pecs. I also like to end each massage with a short scalp massage. At the end of her second massage, she scheduled a third for the following week. And if I'm honest, I was looking forward to it all week. When she came in the third time, she was definitely a little more open and bubbly. It was great to see some of the shyness drop off. During the pre-massage chat, she said she would love if I spent more time on her glutes and hips. More than okay for me. During this massage, she was a lot more chatty than previous, and she started to open up a bit about her personal life. She's a very fun and intelligent woman, and I honestly lost track of time a little while working her back and shoulders. I told her that since I had lost track of time and didn't have another client that afternoon, I'd be willing to go another 30 minutes to give her more time on her glutes and hips as she had requested. While I was working her glutes, she suddenly got pretty quiet, and I could feel her body tense up a little. I asked if it was too much pressure, but she responded in the cutest, breathy voice, saying, No, it's perfect. This feels so good. It's just so deep. I continued working out some deep points of pressure in her glutes, up towards the side of her hips, and hit a spot that made her moan fairly loudly. She giggled a bit, then in a somewhat embarrassed tone, apologized. I tried to reassure her, saying it happens all the time, and to just let her body respond how it needs. As a short aside to this already very long story, I have a bit of a personal philosophy that the body holds tension as a way to guard from all sorts of anxieties and stresses. I think sometimes you just need to let the body respond how it needs, whether it be moaning, laughing, crying, etc., to help break down those walls and release the tension. I explained this to her, and this opened up the floodgates. Every touch, she started moaning or whimpering slightly. Nothing too loud, but just beautiful sounds as her body fully relaxed. After a bit, when I was confident that I had done as much as possible on her glutes, I got her to flip over onto her back. I adjusted the sheets to expose one leg and had her bend it out slightly to give me a little more access to the front of her hip. This is always a delicate area to massage, as a little bit of pressure goes a long way. Just as before, she was soon breathing deep, sighing, and moaning lightly to the touch, and I could really feel her hips starting to relax. As I worked through, she started to rock her hips ever so slightly, almost in a grinding motion up and down. I'll be honest, seeing that got me aroused slightly. She had her eyes pinched shut fairly tight, and as I continued to work in rhythm with her subtle motion, I noticed that the sheet that I'd wrapped between her legs was pulled fairly tight against where her vagina would be. 
Regardless, I continued on with the massage, switching to the other side, and repeating the same sort of motion. After the massage, when I was cleaning up, I couldn't help but notice that the section of the sheet that was between her leg was slightly damp to the touch. Safe to say that the next two weeks went by quickly, awaiting her fourth visit. The day after Sarah's third visit, I started feeling a little anxious and apprehensive in regards to how things were progressing. The sexual energy at the end of the massage was palpable, and over the next few days, I thought long and hard about my own personal philosophy on bodywork massage, client-therapist relationships, power dynamics, sexual energy, etc. That train of thought led me to rationalizing out my three ground rules. To try and help put you in my shoes, I'll briefly explain some of my personal ideas on bodywork. Like I said, I think that mental anxiety and stress often manifest in the body through tension and discomfort, which may hide the true issues. The role of my massage is to help my clients feel better physically, but also help them see if there's a deeper reason why they're holding on to tension. I'm not a psychologist, and don't claim to be. But I think my clients can make a lot of profound realizations through breath work, focusing on and directing the energies in their body, and my hands physically de-stressing them. I recognize that many of my clients are just coming in for a massage and don't want a pseudo-therapy session, but I always start with some breath work and affirmations to let them know that if they need it, neck up and neck down work can be blended. I also think that our sexuality, sex drives, and sexual energy are a natural and powerful energy within us. I think sexual energy, when channeled in a healthy and mindful way, can result in some very beneficial effects. Often, to truly harness that sexual energy in a healthy way, we need to be completely de-stressed and at ease, able to focus completely on those energies swelling within. Practically, all of this is to say that by Sarah's fourth visit, if she wanted, I was willing to take our bodywork a step further into this deeper realm of a more sensual energy. During our pre-massage chat, I opened up a little and explained in more detail my philosophy, replacing the concept of sex with just energy. She seemed very receptive and had some thoughtful insights related to what she sees in her nursing profession. We agreed to work more on the breath energy work and holistic aspect we were discussing. And I reassured her that if anything came up during the session, she was free and encouraged to let it out. So, after giving her some space to get set, I came back to the room, dimmed the lights, adjusted her slightly, and then stood at the top of her face-down body. I very gently placed the tips of my fingers on her sheet-covered upper back and instructed her to start taking full, deep breaths. Letting her back rise into my fingers, I started to gently apply more pressure through my fingertips, walking them slowly down her back to both acclimate her to my touch and to feel for any especially tense areas. While she breathed, I was dropping some affirmations, telling her how she was safe here for the next hour and a half, how she was doing a great job breathing, how she was free to be herself, however that manifested, that it was safe to go as deep as she needed mentally and physically, and affirming that she was welcome to ask for anything she may want or need. After a minute or two, once I had mapped out some spots that needed work, I followed her exhale, sliding my fingers wide and letting my palm come to rest across her upper back. I had her hold the exhale for several seconds, then pulled the sheet down to her waist, 
exposing her toned, pale upper back. Starting at her waist, I dragged my fingers up each side of her spine, instructing her to try and visualize my fingers pulling energy up towards her crown. We repeated this several times, her torso expanding and shrinking along her deep breathing, and again on exhale, applied firm pressure through my palms from her trapezius down her lower back. As we started really getting into the massage, she became fairly vocal, sighing and moaning, especially as the pressure started getting deep. I tried to encourage her responses, saying things like, good, let it out. She was holding a lot of tension at one spot in particular, a fairly common pressure point in the lower back. And as I started to get very deep into it, she started breathing at an accelerated rate. Her skin became very flush, and her hands tensed up. I was standing at her side, and as she flexed her hand, she brushed it against my thigh, letting it rest there momentarily. Her fingers pinched the fabric of my pants slightly. Before I even had the chance to check in, though, she moaned out in a breathy voice, Oh, please, right there, deeper. I applied some very firm, deep pinpoint pressure, and let her work into my fingers with her breath. The tension finally started to release after ten or so deep breaths, and I could see how much effort she had put in to go that deep. Sarah's breath sounded a little exasperated. Her skin was warm to the touch, and she was sweating slightly. As I was just lightly circling her lower back with my hands to let her reground herself, she said that she didn't realize how much that area had been bothering her until now that it had been released. Not wanting to overwork her, I told her I was going to give her lower back a break and move on to her legs. She responded that for the first time in a while, her glutes and hamstrings weren't bothering her too much, and that she was diligently performing the stretches that I had suggested. She was right, and as I worked her legs individually, I could feel a marked improvement from her first three sessions. As I was making some broad forearm strokes up her glute, she remarked how she was able to wear one of her favorite pair of heels for the first time in a while over the weekend, since she was feeling so little tension and pain. I asked what made them her favorite, and she said, Well, they're just a regular pair of black heels, but something about them makes my ass look amazing. Like it just gives me so much confidence seeing myself in a mirror when I wear them. My palms now kneading the sides of her butt, I responded a little too casually. Hey, I'm glad I can be the one to help you feel that. I can imagine you looked amazing. She giggled and said something along the lines of, Well, no need to imagine. You're looking at it right now. Don't you think it's pretty amazing? Rather than responding, I just laughed and told her that it was time to flip over. While I was holding the sheet up for her so she could roll over, she made eye contact with me and had the cutest little smirk on her pink-flushed face. She asked if I could spend most of my time on the tops of her shoulders and neck today. I removed the headrest and supported the underside of her knees with a pillow. I helped guide her breathing again, then started on her arms to get her shoulders loose, lifting each one up, stretching it a little, then working down her biceps over her forearms, and spending a bit of time massaging her delicate and petite hands. For some odd reason, I still remember her nails were done with French tips. She responded really well to the hand massage. And as I spread her fingers and kneaded the tendons and wiry muscles of her hand, she started saying how she had never felt this good, how her body felt like it was on fire. 
This is a common feeling from the type of holotropic-esque guided breathing we were also doing. I told her that I could adjust the temperature in the room if she was getting too warm, but instead she asked if she could just pull the sheet down around her waist. This was the first time I had ever received this request, and while usually a no-go in terms of legality, I told her she could as long as she was comfortable. As I was saying that, I let her hand rest and positioned myself sitting in a rolling stool at the top of her head. She reached up and quickly pulled the sheet down to her waist, exposing her beautiful chest, smaller B-cup breasts, her very toned stomach with the faintest outline of abdominal muscle, and just ever so slightest peak of a little bit of pubic hair at the hem of the sheet. I had to swallow deeply as a wave of my own arousal washed over me, but I quickly shut it down and set to work on her neck. I was supporting her head with one hand, using my other to work the back of her neck, kneading into a few small knots behind her ears. She was sighing deeply and occasionally fluttering her eyes open to look at me with her warm brown eyes. Being completely honest, she looked like an absolute goddess her skin flush, her hair in a messy ponytail draped over my wrist, her breasts rising and falling with her breath. After her neck, I started working the tops of her shoulders, but quickly figured out that most of the tension here was coming from the tops of her pecs, in the fascia, just beneath her collarbones. I had worked on this area with her in our previous session, but it was especially tight, and I told her what I was feeling and how I wanted to address it. All she said was, Please do. I trust you. As I started to massage essentially the top of her breasts, she started moaning and sighing more intensely than ever. I knew there was a lot of tension here, but I also could tell that her sexual energy was building fast. I could see her hips gyrating slightly each time I pressed down her breasts with my palms. I noticed her nipples grow rock hard, her abdomen tensing, and could see her licking her lips occasionally in between deep breaths and moans. On one rather long pass down from her collarbone, over the top of her pectoral, and across the low side of her breast, she let out a loud, oh fuck moan. While a lot of moans are obviously sexual, I hear so many people moan and groan during massages that I've somewhat dissociated them with sex. This oh fuck, though, was 100% sexual. The kind of moan you let out when you first penetrate your lover. She immediately got red in the face and started laughing, then embarrassedly apologizing. I briefly moved my hands up to her scalp and started gently massaging her hair while also laughing slightly. I leaned down so my head was closer to her ear and spoke gently, saying, Please, don't apologize. If that's the type of energy you need to let out, you're welcome and safe to do so. Hearing this, she suddenly opened her eyes and looked at me with a somewhat serious, somewhat lustful gaze, and said, Okay, I'll be honest, this is the best I've felt in a long time, and if you could, well, they're really sore, and I would really love it if you massaged my breasts. She let out a loud, anxious sigh after asking, then closed her eyes again and returned to her breathing. I finished massaging her scalp and pushed my hands back down over the sides of her neck, over her shoulders, and down her biceps, pushing her down into the table to get her grounded. 
Dragging my fingertips softly back up her arms, I fluttered them across her collarbone to the top of her breastbone. I took a deep breath in sync with hers, then dropped my fingers flat and moved my palms down over the center of her chest, my pinky fingers running over the inner portion of her small breasts. I circled my palms around the outside of her breasts, kneading the fascia and delicate skin with my thumbs, stopping just short of her pale pink areolas. I focused in on one side at a time, rhythmically kneading the muscles surrounding her breast, making a circle with my thumbs and pointer fingers, cupping the tissue and slowly squeezing it upwards. She moaned, at first gently, and then louder as my fingers closed in on her nipple, the circle growing smaller and smaller. I let my oily hands just barely brush her hard nipple as I finished the stroke, causing her to shudder and breathe out a broken, exasperated sigh. I repeated this on the other side, taking my time to both really massage the fascia and muscles of her breast, but also to tease and build up that sexual fire within her. Each time I barely touched her nipples, she would moan the sweetest sounds. Her hips would grind up into the sheet, revealing another peak of her pubic mound. As if in a trance, I repeated these motions for several minutes, kneading and stroking, followed by gently teasing her nipples. I suddenly looked up, though, and saw that we were ten minutes over time, so I made one final pass over her breasts, towards her head, letting her nipple slide between my oily middle and pointer finger, then placed my hands gently on the sides of her head and rubbed her temples. She let out a whimper as soon as my hands left her chest, and I could see her hips fall down deep into an open position under the sheets. I leaned down again and whispered, All right, Sarah. We're over time for our session today. I'll let you relax as long as you need, and we'll be out whenever you're ready. As I was standing up, though, she looked at me with those gentle, almost pouting eyes again, and asked, Do you happen to have more time? I don't have anything else after this and would be more than happy to pay for 30 more minutes. In response to her question, asking to continue, I told her another client would be here soon, and I unfortunately couldn't extend our session. I'll be honest, though. Leaving the room to let her get dressed while she laid there on the table topless, her chest and face flush and breathing deeply, her legs spread in a diamond under the sheet. Let's just say that was tough. After she dressed and during our little post-massage chat, while she was checking out, she scheduled another massage in exactly two weeks. This time, a 90-minute session instead of our usual 60 with her permission, I extended that to two hours in my calendar and told her in my most professional persona, which isn't very convincing, that we should plan on having a bit longer of pre-massage consultation next time, just to make sure we're both on the same page with what she wants out of these sessions. She responded with a bit of a cheeky smile, saying she would definitely think long and hard about it, then gave me a big hug and left. 100% honesty again, I was so turned on when she left that I quickly got myself off in the restroom before my next client showed up. Thankfully, an older man. Super cool guy, just not my type. Fast forward 13 days, and I had done a pretty good job of procrastinating on thinking about Sarah. While looking over my client list for the following day, late that night though, everything hit me pretty hard all at once. 
Over a beer, I read through my session notes from Sarah's previous appointments and thought about everything that had happened with her so far. Mostly about how I wanted to approach our conversation, replaying scenario after scenario in my head. Thankfully, though, after a mostly sleepless night, Sarah jumped right to the point during our pre-massage consultation the following morning. After we made the usual small talk and walked through where she was feeling sore, I asked her how she felt about our sessions, the work we had done so far, and if there was anything specific that she wanted moving forward. She took a deep breath, smiled, and nervously started to talk. I'm paraphrasing here since this was several months ago. She said, So far, I've enjoyed everything. I've really been able to relax and de-stress during these sessions. And you and your hands are making me feel all sorts of sensations I've never felt before. She paused and fidgeted in her seat slightly, then continued. Or at least haven't felt in a long time due to all the stress I've been neglecting to deal with. I also really enjoyed the level of, well, intimacy and maybe the more, um, sensual feelings of... I could see she was starting to lose her thread, so I interjected to say... I get what you're saying. I'll be honest in that you're the first client who has asked for this type of more sensual massage here at this practice. But it's something I know how to do, and as long as you're enjoying it and think it's beneficial for you, we can continue. I just need you to vocalize that and set your limits. There was a slight pause in our conversation as she took on a serious face of contemplation, but she soon smiled again and said, thank you. I just don't know what's too much or what type of feelings are right or wrong to feel. I haven't experienced what I felt last session before. She went silent for a moment and looked at me strangely, before opening up and saying, When you were massaging my breasts, it was like all the stress in my body was gone. Like I was floating on this cloud of just warmth and sexual energy, and it just felt so powerful. I mean, obviously, you know I wanted more, and I'll be honest. I did a lot of reading about tantric and yoni massages last week. I responded to her more open tone. I could definitely tell you were enjoying it, and if you want our sessions to also include attention to that sensual and tantric energy, I trust you enough to do it. I then asked more directly. I do need to hear what you are and aren't comfortable with. You can always change or stop or request more during the massage but I want you to think for a moment and tell me what you're envisioning. She nodded her head and started tapping her foot on the ground, put her hands under her chin, and took on a very pondering look. Sensing a bit of hesitation, I continued. For example, I'm only comfortable keeping this in the realm of a hand massage. These sessions are still all about helping you relax and work with your body, and I only want to be the facilitator of that. I have done some private tantric work in the past, and am okay doing that here. But I don't want this to turn into anything more than me providing this experience to you. Obviously, it's an intimate space that we'll be creating, so some of that energy will flow both ways, but my intention and limit is for this to be directed at you. She looked very relieved, and sighed a little, then nodded her head. Okay. I really liked the breast massage and the way you built up and teased out that intensity. I want more of that, and I'm also intrigued by the idea of a yoni massage, from what I read. I want you to try that and warm up to it, but is it okay if I could stop in the moment and not continue? 
I nodded my head in agreement and stood up to let her get ready. She stood up with me, and it just felt natural to give her a hug. She fell into my arms a little. We took a deep breath together, and then I stepped out. I gently knocked a few minutes later and opened the door. The studio was set up with dim, warm lighting. A shaded window opposite the door, some comfy seating off to the side. A speaker up top playing some soft, natural music. And in the center of the room, the heated massage table. The table is facing away from the door, and when I stepped in, I was greeted by Sarah's beautifully toned body, fully nude, laying on top of the sheet. The warm lighting was making her skin look radiant. Her legs were spread slightly, and I could see her vulva peeking out from between her thighs. I had to take a deep breath to compose myself as I walked towards her, and I could hear her giggle quietly as she said in a soft tone, I hope you don't mind, I wasn't really feeling the sheet today. As I reached the top of her head and placed my fingers on top of her upper back, it was my turn to be a little lost for words. No, no worries, Sarah. As long as you're comfortable, I'm happy with what you want. As I started working through my usual upper body scan with my fingers, she quickly retorted, Oh, so you're happy to finally see all of me? While wiggling her butt in the air a little. I laughed and switched the topic back to the massage, instructing her to breathe deep and relax into my hands. I started and carried out the massage like our past sessions. Deep breathing while I scanned her body, slowly increasing the amount of contact between my hands and her back. She had tension in the usual spots, up by her neck trapezius connection and down at the top of her hips. Since she was fully nude, I switched up my usual routine a little and worked her entire back in long, sweeping motions, working down one half of her body from her head to her toes and then back up to the other side. I started with light pressure, really just acclimating her to my touch and feeling out her muscles. Occasionally, I instructed her to recenter her breathing or breathe deep into my hands, but for the most part, she was getting very in tune without much guidance. As the amount of pressure started to increase and my focus got a little more pinpoint on the bits of tension in her body, she started to get more vocal. Sighing, moaning, letting out little, oh fucks, or yes, wow, right there. I encouraged her to let it out and try to drop any tension as we got deeper and deeper. Her upper back was pretty good, minus a few points, so I transitioned down to her lower back and butt. I made sure to do the long, sweeping forearm presses across her glutes that she liked previously, and alternated that with more direct kneading deeper in her glutes. On a personal note, I'm definitely more of a butt guy, so it was enjoyable for the both of us. We were bantering back and forth slightly, and she was very clearly enjoying teasing me about how nice her butt was. Focusing next a little more on her legs, I started working up from her feet, over her calves, and up her thighs. I was deliberately dragging my fingertips slowly at the end of each stroke, just along her inner thigh, causing her to shiver a little each time. Her hips were giving me a bit of resistance, though and I was having some trouble getting them to really relax and drop their tension. I used a fun technique that did the trick, though. Standing at her feet, I leaned up and wrapped my hands around the uppermost part of her thigh, 
the back of my inner hand resting on that warm, soft skin just next to her vagina. The other pushing her cute little butt upwards. I squeezed tightly and slowly dragged my linked hands downwards back towards her feet. Using my fingers to knead into her muscles, connecting her hip to her hamstring and quad. At her knee, I left one hand under her leg and massaged the other down her calf to her ankle. Applying pressure from below her knee and pulling up on her ankle, I lifted one leg at a time and pulled back slightly, essentially trying to pull her leg up and away from her hip, moving it ever so slightly in small circles to loosen up. I held this position and repeated on both sides while she breathed deeply, telling me how good it felt between breaths. While holding that stretch, I was also secretly admiring the view. Her oiled body shimmering, her toned lower back flexing, her butt raised up in the air and her labia spread slightly between her legs, already glistening and damp. With her legs and hips finally relaxed, I spent some more time on her feet, which she really seemed to enjoy, then worked my way up her thighs one last time. As I crept closer and closer up her inner thigh, I could feel her body start to tense up slightly. I backed off and told her to just breathe and relax, then started again. Up and up my hands went, spreading her thighs slightly, my thumbs just brushing against the fuzz of trimmed hair on her swollen lips. She inhaled sharply and let out a whimper as I backed off again, tracing my fingertips down her hamstrings. I repeated again several times, each time drawing in a sharp inhale and a louder moan. Finally, on the last pass, right at the last moment, I adjusted my hands. Spreading her butt apart with my top fingers and using my thumbs to spread her lips, massaging the wetness around her opening. She let out a loud, fuck, please, but I backed off and told her it was time to flip over. She took a long, slow, deep breath and said, this feels so good, as she pressed her body up on all fours, dropping into a quick child's pose and stretching her back out, giving me an insanely arousing view of her body from behind, before rolling over. I tried, mostly unsuccessfully, to take a few deep breaths and calm my own sexual arousal before walking up to her crown and placing my hands on her head, massaging her temples. She looked up at me and smiled, then fluttered her eyes closed and sighed as I pushed my hands down the sides of her neck. I pushed her shoulders down, decompressing them away from her head and kneading into the tops of them. I continued my downward pressing sweep over her arms and to her hands, causing me to lean over her head a little. I went to her sides and stretched out each of her arms, rotating her shoulder and working the delicate muscles in her palms and hands. I then skipped down to her feet again and spent most of my time there. I found a couple good pressure points in her feet that had her squirming and moaning, causing her knees to bend outwards and her legs to open up again, giving me an unobstructed view of her whole body. I worked up her legs and spent some time teasing her again, just barely brushing my fingers over her lips, lightly parting them and feeling her wetness glide over my fingers, avoiding entering her or touching her clit. 
After I could tell, her sexual energy had built up strongly again. I moved to her side and started making upward, dragging motions with my fingers spread, squeezing her lips together between my pointer and middle fingers. I repeated this motion over and over, making sure to massage her clit a little through her squeezed together lips at the top of each stroke. I could feel her getting wetter. Her eyes were tightly closed, her breath getting more and more inconsistent and rapid. Once she started making that distinctive whimpering begging sound, I backed off and moved to her head again, pulling up a stool so I could sit behind her. I positioned her arms so she was resting with her hands behind her head, then started to work down her chest. I repeated pretty much the same routine as the last session, starting by massaging her pectoral muscles, then working in some teasing and circling of her nipples, backing off to massage the muscles and fascia again, and then building up the sexual tension all over again. All the while, I was talking her through her breathing. I would emphasize her breathing as my fingers got closer to her nipples, then switch to having her bring her awareness down to her genitals, paying attention to her physical response to the sexual energy building within. On a long stroke, I circled her breasts several times, getting closer and closer, my oily fingers applying pressure to her nipples and pulling upwards, finally giving her the direct stimulation she needed. She let out a loud, beautiful moan and raised her hips up off the bed, grinding them into the air. She dropped her hips as I relieved the tension, connecting her feet and dropping her legs into an open diamond. The room was starting to feel warm and smell like sex. The sexual energy, palpable. I spent another ten minutes or so on her breasts, exploring how she liked her nipples stimulated, circling them, squeezing, lightly flicking them back and forth with the pads of my fingers. She was nearly shaking at this point her abdomen spasming and flexing, her skin warm and sweating slightly. I love this part of tantric massage, when the sexual energy is simmering within them, their body glistening and begging for release. It's such a beautiful and powerful emotion that so many never get to experience. I kept my hands on her body as I stood up, dragging them over to her head and caressing her, twirling my fingers in her hair. I leaned down, and whispered in her ear, asking, Everything still good? Ready? She opened her eyes and looked at me intensely, a fire in her eyes, and told me, Please, keep going. Do whatever you want. As I slowly walked down to her side, I dragged my fingers along her body, savoring her curves and smooth skin. I reached her mound, covered in a small patch of pubic hair, tussled it slightly, then re-guided her breathing. I placed my hands gently over her entire yoni, letting her take deep breaths into my hand. I started slowly applying pressure downwards, through her and into the bed, trying to ground her attention purely in her sexual region. Moving my hand slowly, gyrating it back and forth gently, I could feel her body getting hot again. I then repeated the same stroking and squeezing motion, making a V with my fingers and gliding her lips through it. Finally, after a few moments, I put my two fingers together and started just below her opening parted lips. As I dragged upwards, spreading my fingers slightly, 
to brush the sides of her clit at the top of the stroke. With her clit finally touched, she shivered and let out a deep, fuck. I continued this, each long stroke getting a little shorter and more focused on her clit. After a few minutes, I was solely focusing on stroking the sides of her clit. One hand stroking, while the other applied pressure at the top of her mound, pulling her skin upwards, adding to the tension. As I started to figure out what really made her tick and feel good, I could see the waves of pleasure building up in her abdomen. She was absolutely soaked at this point, and I started lowering my attention to her opening. I could see a small pool of her wetness building between her thighs, so I slid my fingers through it and made a figure eight motion with my fingertips, circling her opening and then moving up to circle her clit. After repeating this motion several times, she started to try and grind her hips up into my hands, matching the figure eight I was making. I could see her clit throbbing and told her how beautiful she looked. She moaned out a barely understandable, so good, before throwing her head back and moaning deeply and breathing sharply. I decided it was a good time to focus on her clit again, finally brushing my finger lightly across the top of it. This made her legs quiver as she whimpered a sharp, oh, fuck yes. After this, it didn't take long. Within maybe 10 or 15 more strokes of her clit, her legs and abdomen were tensing up in quick repetition, and she told me, please, don't stop. 10 or 15 more deliberate strokes of her clit, and her head raised off the table. Her entire body tensed, and she looked me deep in the eyes as she said, I'm coming. Oh my god, I'm coming. Her orgasm rolled across her face, toes curling, head thrown back again, back arched off the table, driving her waist up into my hands. I maintained the same slow stroking across her clit until the shaking in her legs started to slow, maybe 40 seconds or so. I backed off her clit and returned to a gentle figure eight motion. She lay there panting as I started focusing on just the bottom of the figure eight, circling her opening, applying pressure little by little. As I did this, I checked in again and said, all good? She answered, stretching her arms up long over her head. So good, better than good. That was the hardest I have ever came. I asked, good to keep going? We still have more time. My two fingers still circling her opening. She happily agreed, just letting out a long, mmm, yes, please. Just as she finished saying this, I slipped my pointer and middle finger inside of her, dropping my thumb to the side of her swollen and tender-looking clit. I explored her opening for a moment, getting accustomed to the feeling of her walls squeezing around me, sliding them in and out, letting her wetness coat my fingers and run down towards my palm. As I explored her inner warmth, I slid my free hand up her body to her breast again, massaging and teasing her nipples. Directing her breath, I got her recentered and started amping up the sexual stimulation. It took a moment to figure out what type of internal stimulation she liked, but eventually found the strongest response from more of a circular swirling motion with my fingers inside of her while applying pulsating pressure onto her clit with my thumb. 
I slowly ramped up the speed of this motion, while also directing more of my attention to her nipples with my free hand. As it started to get more and more intense, she grabbed the wrist of my hand by her breasts with both her hands and held it firmly, looking up at me with eyes that were lustful, gentle, and needy all at once. Her face started to take on a serious, almost pouty look. She pulled my wrist up towards her face and did one of the most sensual and sweetest things I've ever experienced. She started kissing the back of my hand delicately while I fingered her. After maybe a minute of this, I could feel her walls starting to squeeze my fingers more rhythmically. She stopped kissing my hand and just held it to her cheek as her breathing got intense and her hips started gyrating up into me. Her legs closed ever so slightly, and she switched from the open diamond to setting her feet flat and propping her knees up as her abdomen started flexing hard. I wrapped my free hand around the back of her head to support her neck as it started to come off the table and squeezed the back of it slightly. This started to send her over the edge. She started moaning in an almost crying tone, and she quickly reached out and grabbed the back of my thigh, pulling me close to her, almost hanging on to me as I brought her towards her second orgasm. Her moans went silent, her mouth open, her brow tightly clenched as her walls spasmed and squeezed around my fingers. She gripped my thigh hard, almost painfully so, my own hardness pressing into the side of her chest through my pants. She was holding her breath, so I told her to take a deep breath in and out. This attention on her breath sent her over the edge. Her entire body spasmed. Her breast swelled. She got even wetter than she already was. Her toes curled down into the table, pinching the sheets between them. She started panting and shaking, and I kept my pace steady for a minute before she finally collapsed. I withdrew my fingers from inside her, causing her to let out a quiet, holy shit. Her head dropped back to the table. Her limbs fell limp to her sides. She looked like she was in a state of pure bliss, a slight smile, skin glowing, her breath still a little shaky. I got a glass of water for her and propped her head up so she could take a sip then took a seat in the stool again behind her head. I took her head into my hands. I took her head into my hands, caressing her cheeks with my hands, then bent down to place my forehead on hers. I whispered to her, telling her how beautiful she was, how amazing she did, and then got her to follow my breathing. I synced up her breathing to mine and got her to calm down, and finally she spoke, just saying, thank you, over and over again. She reached her hands up and placed them in my hair, scratching it slightly and pulling my head up just slightly, sort of twisting my face up. I figured out what she wanted and gave her a slow kiss, to which she sighed and nestled down on the table. We sat there, unmoving, just breathing together for several more minutes. I told her to start bringing her awareness back to her body, to start moving her toes and fingers, then her legs and arms. I lifted my head from hers, then helped her sit up. She propped herself up with her arms behind her and dangled her legs over the table, and just stared at me for a moment as I started to reorganize the room. 
I caught her gaze, and she laughed, saying, That was amazing. I didn't even know that was possible. We continued to chat about the session, while I organized, and she slowly got dressed. I could see her looking down to the obvious hard-on in my pants, but didn't bring it up. She gave me one last long hug, followed by a kiss on the cheek, before departing, but not before scheduling another session several weeks out. Thank you for listening, everybody. Remember, if this show got you off, then you owe me a five-star rating. Please like, follow, subscribe, or whatever may be appropriate. Thanks for listening to Dolph's Parlor. I'll see you next time.